0: Welcome to Plan and Empower the podcast. I am your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self development. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome back to another episode of Plan and Empower. Today's episode, I am so excited for you to be able to listen to. I had a wonderful chat with the owner of Moody Blends. This is a supplement company in New Zealand and she is just such an inspirational woman with such a passion for wellness and health and just wanting her customers to get the best and be their absolute best. She is so inspirational and we just had the most wonderful chat. I even got to share some pretty exciting news with her that I haven't told you yet on the podcast. So I'm not going to hold you back from this chat or get in your way of listening to it. Without a catch up this week, here is today's episode. Today, I'm excited to be interviewing a fantastic business owner from New Zealand. Kate started her company, Moody Blends, to support others wanting to reduce stress, feel more energized, and get better sleep. Her passion for mental well-being is truly inspiring, and I cannot wait to hear more about her journey. Kate, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, me. Gosh, that was a lovely intro. I'm so excited to be here and talking to your listeners about my journey starting Moody. I'm so excited to hear all about it. Could you please share
0: with my listeners your incredible journey that has been growing Moody Blends?
1: Yes. So we launched Moody um, in May of last year. And I worked on the business to bring the idea to life for about a year prior to that. So it's been in the works for a little while. Um, And for the listeners who don't know, we are a mental wellness supplement brand. So our products target stress, sleep, energy, focus, and mood. Um, We have a range of functional protein powders and functional AMP and blends that all have these kinds of benefits. Um, But we're trying to be really different to other players in our space by having products that are not only delicious, but have amazing scientific backing behind them to really get great results. Um, It's been an interesting journey, actually. For the first 12 months of Moody, we only had one product in two flavors, which was our functional protein. So we very much just start quite small and wanted to test and validate I guess like understanding who our customer actually was and what they wanted Um, and now we've got eight products so it's been a very big growth curve in the last um, six months going from two to eight and we've got many more in the works so it's been an amazing journey so far. What's incredible is you spend that that year, right?
0: Like you said, you did a whole year before it was launched and then it must feel quite surreal. You go from having spent a year creating two products to then being able to excel and create this many in such a small space of time. It's really it's incredible.
1: It's pretty cool. crazy. Yeah, it, I was actually just reflecting on it the other day, like, I think when you're laying the foundations of your business and you don't necessarily have that momentum at the beginning and you're kind of just like planting all the seeds and watering them and just kind of waiting for them to grow. And it's a process that everyone kind of has to go through. But I think those initial early stages for me were probably the hardest because you just have to like find that inner energy and strength deep down to kind of keep going because there's no external validation that what you're doing is what people want yet Um, like you're saying yeah yeah so I guess I'm really enjoying like this stage right now and I guess we're encountering different problems which are like more related to growth so trying to actually keep up with the demand but is that like your full-time job now Yes, yeah, yeah. So I've been full-time on Moody um, since we launched in, in May of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the year prior to that, I was studying at university and working on the business idea to try and bring it to life. Man,
0: it's a lot of work getting a business on the ground. And I think a lot of it gets taken for granted. People don't see that behind-the-scenes mahi that goes into it to get it to where it is. And especially even on launch day, you're sitting there going, what you you kind of have to sell yourself as well as as your product which is a lot of it's a challenge um that that you've obviously done really well which is so exciting and i'm loving the protein um i've been having it every day for breakfast and i find i'm still full by lunchtime so i'm a school teacher full-time um and i'll have breakfast at about six in the morning and i'm not hungry until i'm going
1: for my morning tea at about 10 or 11 which is just incredible (laughs) I love that no i'm the same i'm a, a big user of the um protein blends and so many of our customers say the same thing i mean even my parents they take it and they're like wow i even sometimes forget that it's lunchtime like it's kept me so full and um it's also got the active ingredient in it to support stress and sleep and energy so it's an amazing kind of all-in-one blend
0: I'm really excited to see my long-term effects of continuing to take it because my job can be quite stressful. So I'm I'm actually really excited. Stress management is something I am extremely passionate about because I hate when I start to feel overwhelmed. Um, so I'm really excited to see how it imp- impacts my life.
1: I'm excited too. A lot of the um, clinical trials on the active ingredient we use are done over quite a long period of time. So they look at the results of people after a couple of weeks, but also again after several months. And often it's um, pretty interesting to see that change over time in your stress hormone levels. And when your body kind of finds an equilibrium, I think stress impacts so many different facets of our health and well-being like sleep or even focus energy I think a lot of that is impacted by how our body copes with stress was that a
0: major inspiration for you when you were starting when you were on like the fostering stage of this business what was the big inspiration for you that went I want to I want to fill this hole in this market
1: I love that question, and I don't think it was necessarily around wanting to solve the issue of stress specifically. I mean, it's something that almost everyone encounters, and women often encounter it to a greater extent than men. Um, But I think my real kind of driving force behind wanting to start the business was to make a positive impact by elevating women and doing that within the supplement space. So... For me, it was very much a personal frustration around how consumer brands, not just in supplements, but a lot of industries, very much targeting the insecurities of women. So I guess you think about collagen, like that was very much booming when I started Moody. Yeah, so a lot of, I mean, and that's been a big marketing strategy for, you know, decades. There's nothing new about that. And that's how a lot of brands marketing and it makes you feel like you're missing something or you're wrong
0: when that's not what marketing should do it should elevate your life you know
1: yeah well that's very much the approach that I wanted to take with Moody and I saw a gap in the supplement space to really focus on helping women feel their best rather than trying to convince them they needed to look differently um so that's where I got the idea for Moody from and so mental wellness is our focus and then obviously within that stress is definitely a big category um, of something that women are keen to buy products that solve that problem for them.
0: So how did you go from it being an idea to actually starting to get it into production? What was that transition like? Sorry rogue question. Yeah.
1: yeah it was definitely an evolution. Um, I think at the beginning no idea or often an idea won't necessarily look like what it does a year later like it was very much a seedling of an idea um and it evolved over time like when you are just bringing it to life i guess some things that you envisage aren't possible or like the market doesn't want them and you're very much guided in our case by what the customer wants so moody's a reflection of that and it's not necessarily what i thought it would be at the beginning but it has still got that like core value at heart. Um, So in terms of like the concrete steps I took to bringing Moody to life, I think first is like actually getting the right mindset to start a business. And that in itself was like, a huge hurdle (laughs) um and I think it is for a lot of other people that I speak to like you have to commit you have to develop a comfort with risk you know in the early days I was worried like what would other people think of me like I'm too young to start a business like I don't have enough money or experience or what you know you just create all the excuses I totally get it yeah and so you Yeah. So you really just have to come to a, like a mental position of like, right, this is what I'm going to do. And what are the next steps I need to take to make it a reality? Um, and I remember transferring the first, like very small amount of money from my personal savings account into the business bank account. And my heart was like pounding. I had a lump in my throat. I was like, what am I doing? Um, and it was just like a huge step in the right direction. But I remember just feeling very like overwhelmed with fear, you know, that it would fail or that people would think I was still
0: You're putting yourself out there and you're taking a risk. And, and the, the, the thing with it is you don't know where you're going to be in a year's time. And I'm in a very similar spot at the moment. I am. Um, I haven't actually said it on my podcast yet, but I've resigned from my teaching position because um, me and my partner are moving up. We're moving to Picton. By the time this has come out, I would have told my kids. So I can um, say it on. <laughs> yeah. Getting the news. Out. Yeah. Congratulations. I did. such an exciting. exciting next chat, And I'm taking it as the leap to try and work for myself, which is absolutely terrifying. And I mean, I've been doing lots of background stuff and and I'm so passionate about all of the stuff that I do. And I'm like, why am I not? Why am I giving 80% to teaching and 20% to this? Why am I not shifting that market? And I was like, I can relief teach if I, if it doesn't, if it's not off the ground where I want it to be, there's background work. And I totally understand that, that fear, you know, that moment of going, oh, and it was even coming to the point of saying, I'm not going to look for a full-time job because people would go, oh, well, what are you going to do for work when you move? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do my business. And like, just voicing it out loud was terrifying because you almost go, well, who am I to start this? You know, I I understand.
1: (laughs) I'm so excited for you. That's an amazing next day. And I, yeah, like I said, I've been there and it's hard and I, I turned down grand role opportunities. So I was studying to be, um, I was studying a law and business degree at university for five years and I was going to become a business consultant. I'd done lots of internships in that space. And when I got these grad role offers, I actually just couldn't see myself going into any of these jobs full time. So I made them my plan B option and made the business plan A and just fully committed. Um, and I think when you have that mental commitment, you make it work.
0: I've said it now, Mike. There is no other option. And my partner's, he's a little hesitant on it still a little bit, I think. But i am just said to him, I'm like, I know I can do this. It feels so right. You know, like I wouldn't, I mean, I've been building it in the background for a year and a half now. How much longer do I want it to be in the background? You know, there's, there has to be a moment it has come to the forefront. And why not now? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And there's no perfect time. I think this is a fallacy that a lot of people buy into is like, oh, maybe when X, Y, Z, but there's never a better time than now. And I think we can spend our whole lives thinking that there'll be the right moment for us to take that big leap and take that risk. And as you'll be experiencing now, like, even though you've done it, it's still really scary and it, but you know deep down and your gut and your intuition is telling you that it's the right move, and you just have to back yourself. Um, and that's what I did, and i've I've never looked back. That's so exciting. Was there like a standout
0: moment? What was like the like a, almost like a pinch me moment where you were like, this, I can't believe this is
1: happening, kind of thing. Yeah, it's such a great question, and it's probably when we, uh, a year, so twelve months after we first launched the two products that we started with, we then decided to rebrand those two products. Like we just wanted to update the packaging, and we were going to update our website at the same time. Get professional photography that like really resonated with our brand style. Um, and I remember re kind of relaunching these products exactly one year later. We did it like exactly um, twelve months later. And I just remember our sales going bonkers on the morning of the launch, like the relaunch. And it was just like a whole year of hard work in build up to that moment. Our seeds had like finally grown beyond kind of my wildest dreams. And we just had so much momentum from that time onwards, more than I could have ever imagined. Um, And that's when I really like recognized that I had something that was now bigger than what I ever expected it to be and that all of my hard work and risk-taking etc has kind of paid off and come to fruition
0: that's so exciting to hear and I think it's one of those things too that you don't know what it's going to feel like until it's happening and you wouldn't in that moment you just wouldn't believe it's happening you know you'd see them come through and you'd be like how have how have I built this but it's so incredible to hear you reflect on it and I think it's one of those questions that you almost don't think about until you sit someone asks you and you actually sit and you have to go well what was that moment and and it's one of those those incredible things that you will never forget that then and you may get moments that are bigger than that one now like you don't know what the future holds for you in your business but for now this is that moment and that's just incredible and and it's the energy that you want to bring
1: forward into the next ones, which is how it's really cool. Definitely. And I think, I guess there's kind of two points that stand out to me on this. The first is that as a business owner, and you know this, you're always in the weeds. Like you're never really thinking about, well, you're not often thinking about the bigger picture and taking a time to reflect. And certainly not reflecting on the past. You're more reflecting on like the bigger picture relating to the future. And the second thing that I've really been noticing recently is like that whole mentality around the shifting goalposts. So, like, when I started Moody, what we've achieved one year on would have been like beyond my wildest dreams. But now my expectations have totally shifted so that like I now think bigger and you know have so much so many more bigger expectations for what the business can achieve that you forget to really treasure like the small moments in in the past because now they just seem like fairly insignificant but at the time obviously that was like a big deal um so I think when I recorded my first podcast I was sitting in a little like a little cozy of my
0: house with my phone and I recorded speaking into it and now I've got the full setup I'm asking people to to interview them and I'm like for Meg ten months ago that seemed impossible. But now it's a thing that's so casual and it feels normal, which that growth in itself is amazing. And right now, interviewing you would be a pinch me moment, you know what I mean? Like who who am I to have people wanna wanna speak to me? You know, it's that kind of um it's that next step in Believing in yourself and believing what you have to say is worth hearing and believing in your brand and your business that you're creating, which is incredible.
1: Yeah, it's so nice to like look back on it. Um, and it is a fond memory. And I think we all have those little milestones where it's, you know, a really Im- impressive I guess like progress that you've made and you want to really treasure those and not forget how special it was to you at the time. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: I talk a lot on my podcast about daily routines and daily practices. I want to know, do you have any, they don't have to be necessarily routines, but do you have any practices that you feel have played a pivotal role? I know you talk a lot about that health and finding that sleep. So I feel like routines might be quite a big part of your life.
1: Yeah, I think routines are, I guess, if I was to take it a step back, like a general practice that's really helped me has been goal setting. And I guess just knowing, like, first and foremost, where am I going? Like, what's the direction that I want to head in? And then obviously breaking that down into like smaller steps and maybe a routine is part of that in my day. Um, But I've always been very goal orientated and that definitely helps me to stay driven and kind of on track and productive. Um, In terms of then to like break it down into those more like micro moments or like small habits throughout my day that set me up for success, I think a big one that i would prioritize is like win the morning win the day so in the morning i think if i get off to a good start it then kind of sets the precedent for the day ahead i would get out of bed make my bed i think that's like a big win that you can just kind of like tick off straight away i kind of do it subconsciously now but i instantly feel like if my environment is a bit more organized like maybe that's a reflection then of my mental state being a little bit more kind of structured and less chaotic Um, And I love to exercise in the morning and really put that first. I find that as a business owner, the days just get so busy and things get away from me and I work very long hours. So if I kind of have that sacred time for myself early in the day, um, then I've really set myself up for success. And I think another thing I've really gone into recently is habit stacking. Um, And I read this from the book Atomic Habits, where it's basically like you Find things that you're already doing or that you really enjoy, and then you stack other habits on top of it. So for me, I love the Moody Hot Chocolate, which is our um, sleep blend. I'm like a little bit addicted to it. We got out of stock; it's not good for me because I have to go on rations, and I'm out there in the trenches with all the other customers on rations. Like no special treatment for me. But anyway, so I love um, having my Moody Hot Chocolate at night, and I really use it as a time to like. Have a mindful moment i'll often journal about the day or how i'm feeling or what i'm worried about for the future um and i guess that really helps me get into a nice headspace to then relax and fall asleep
0: that's an awesome routine and i think a lot of the time your routines tend to be things that you don't really think about but the idea of habit stacking is really powerful because you take something that you don't think about doing then you add something that you want to start doing and it becomes natural and it makes it not feel as overwhelming to build a practice that aligns with your goals. Because if you've got goals to start a business, you can't be going to sleep at three in the morning and expecting to wake up at midday. You have to be really putting in that, getting, you're healing your body, right? You're going to sleep on time, you're waking up nice and early and you're getting yourself ready for a really important
1: day every day. I think it's important as well to like understand what are your priorities and for me right now growing moody is a huge priority it's probably the number one priority aside from my own like mental and physical well-being which is very much like an enabler of that goal so if I'm aligned with that and like where I'm heading and that very much comes from my like in a sense of purpose that this is something that i'm deeply passionate about and want to do so like there i've already got an initial motivation to kind of get towards this goal i will structure my whole life around achieving this one goal and of course i try and have some degree of balance but i'm all in and i think you have to be that way in the early days of running a startup um at least one that's growing as quickly as as moody it's very demanding but I love it, and it's important to me that my yeah my habits then cater for me being able to fulfill that goal.
0: Such an inspiration for me. I feel like I'm very much in a um because my job can be very demanding, and I find Mm -hmm. I'm in like a I need to nurture rest and whenever i can i need to take moments of rest and that may mean may mean little different things but it's for me at the moment in the morning it's really crucial i'm just not going on my phone first thing in the morning and i often find if i go on my phone i'll start content creating or i'll be looking for things and i find my mind instantly activates and i'm worried about trying to get this all done before i leave for school but if i stop and i just have a slow morning make a cup of tea read a book I actually end up feeling tenfold better walking into my day of work and I'm not overwhelmed by that stuff. I carpool with others to work because my commute's an hour and I'll just work on my phone in the car and create the content in the car. There's nothing wrong with that but I think I can apply unnecessary pressure by getting overactive first thing in the morning. I would love to be a morning exerciser. That's something that's on my list. Um, When I stop commuting to work, it is on my very excited list to be able to do again. I miss like even I love going for a run in the morning and just getting some fresh air and you feel so many. Oh, it's so much better.
1: Yeah, well, I think you are your own biggest asset, um, especially in the early days of a business or like in achieving any goal that you want to, like you have to make it happen. And I'm a big believer that there is really no substitute for hard work. You can't fake hard work, but you have to have clear boundaries in your life to enable you to be Able to perform at that level. And for me as well, and I'm sure you're the same, like I want this to be a sustainable thing. I don't want to burn out in the next 12 months and come to resent what is my biggest passion, which is this business. So Um, I think it's about like playing a long-term game and when you're making those decisions like yes you could do another 30 minutes of content creation in the morning but if you set that clear boundary for yourself the content that you create later in the day is probably going to be better and it might then give you the capacity to continue creating content for the next decade Um, whereas if you you know go all in too too hard on yourself I think you burn out and that's never a good thing for anyone. Absolutely. And I would be really keen to hear a bit about your insight on what it's like
0: to sell vitamins and supplements and and those those supports for people. I know we kind of talked about the marketing side of things, but what's it actually like being in that realm in that space?
1: Yeah, I think it's very exciting. I think, particularly in our space with mental well-being, obviously it's like very much a topical conversation, particularly post-COVID. I think a lot of people are very aware now of mental well-being, burnout, stress, anxiety, um, and there's a lot more new and exciting science looking into more natural, I guess, traditional herbal remedies that have been used for centuries and then validating them through clinical trials. And that's been a really exciting space that we've got into. um for people who are seeking, I guess, like a more preventative approach, or even just something that's complementary to whatever else they're doing in their life to support mental well-being, um, so I, I think it's a really exciting space. One thing we're very focused on, though, is scientific efficacy. And I do now that I'm in the supplements and vitamins space, I can see how that's not necessarily a priority for everyone. Um, And that's in any industry, I guess, people go in with different values and different intentions. And sometimes like profit is a big driver behind that. And of course, we're a business, so that is a focus, but I'm very much about It's so important to me that a customer who uses our product, that it makes a really positive difference for them. And the only way it's probably going to do that is if it works and it solves the problem that they bought the product to solve. So I go to bed at night knowing that our products have incredible efficacy and are very backed by science and have very strong doses of amazing ingredients. Um, And I just couldn't sell anything less than. Well, that's actually one of the first
0: things I noticed when I came to your website was that you you highlight it really clearly. We are backed by science. Here, read these bits of information. We've tried this. We've done this. We can we can prove it to you and we can show you that we're actually putting in the mahi to make our product do what it says it's going to do. And to be honest with you, I've been taking it for just under a week and I feel like it's doing what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know when you get yeah and it feels normal and it feels good and it's, and it's aiding me and it's supporting me getting back up and going to work this, these next, or these next eight weeks of term, I'm going to be having it every day (laughs) to get me through man. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, you asked like, what is the moment where, you know, it felt like quite pivotal for me in the business. And I guess like one is the growth that we've had, but the second is just like hearing the stories from people about how, it's made a genuinely like incredible impact in their life and i think that's also been beyond my wildest dreams i knew that the product would help people but like i didn't necessarily think through the implications of okay if you help someone get a way better sleep at night say they were waking up eight times and now they actually sleep right the way through and they feel really rested the next day they have so much more energy and capacity to like go and do whatever it is that they want to go and do and like the way that then impacts people's relationships and careers and their own physical health as well as obviously the mental well-being aspect i think that's been just so rewarding we have 600 five-star reviews all from women in new zealand and australia just like sharing how the products have changed their life and that to me is gold dust
0: well that's just like that's the thing right moody blends is enhancing the life of your customer and you're actually you're helping people see potential in themselves that they didn't know they had so by helping someone with their sleep you're changing their entire next day and by helping someone with their stress hormones you're changing their entire day at work or whatever they have to do if they're a mum if they're at home with kids and they're reducing their stress how much better are they going to be able to show up as a mother in home and and you're making them become incredible versions of themselves that they might not have seen without your product which is just insane right
1: that's right I truly believe that mental well-being is the foundation of so many things and like we even see it in our own lives if I wake up and I am super tired, I'm not going to probably go and exercise like I normally would. So then that's maybe impacting my physical health long term if that became a pattern. If I'm stressed and tired, like I want to, you know, reach for caffeine and sugar and, um, you know, that's probably not great for my physical health long term. I might be, as you say, like tired and have less capacity to invest in the relationships in my life, even if like if I was a parent or with a partner. Um, And then in my own career or whatever it is that I spend my time doing, like you're just not operating at 100%. So I guess being able to help people feel their best is extremely rewarding. Absolutely.
0: Oh, Kate, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. You're just a very inspirational and incredible
1: person. Thank you. I'm so excited to hear about your journey that you're on as well. I think... Um, being in those early stages, I guess every, every stage has pros and cons, doesn't it? But I definitely look back fondly and think, um, yeah, it's amazing when you then get further down the line and yeah, you'll look back on these times and just really be, yeah, so
0: proud of what I want to do. Like, like I don't even, I like, there's so many avenues I want to go down and it's like trying to navigate which one's the right one to start with and where to go from there and, and I actually do think at the crux with the podcast is my favorite thing that I've done, which is amazing because it's not wasn't even on the list when I first wrote my business stuff down. I was like, Oh, maybe I could do it. And I was like, I like talking, so it could be a good avenue to go down and my <laughs> favorite thing I do. I do it I record weekly now and I'm just like I couldn't imagine my week without it. But it's incredible how quickly your navigation shifts as you learn and you grow.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. That's what I was saying before about how the idea that you have at the beginning, like it might not necessarily be the thing that you end up doing, or it might take like a different shape or form, but you have to start somewhere and then you're on that evolution and that journey. And we're both on it and it's so exciting. So oh, exciting. Well, I'm so excited to be able to watch your business and see where you go from
0: here. And I tell you what, you've got a customer with me, and I will always be <laughs> happy. <That's- laughs>
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure to chat.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. If you're keen to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on all social media platforms. There are links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you have time to leave a review on the platform that you're listening. Thank you so much. Bye.